For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for another episode of the RFR Rundown. That's where we go over the hottest Raider stories uh, of the week. But you know what? There's only one Raiders story this week. We're just going to be talking about the Raiders' inaugural game in Vegas. That's right. The Raiders take on the Saints this Monday night football. Allegiant Stadium will be on full display, and uh, and, the, and they're bringing out uh, literally all of the all-stars, all of the history of the Raiders to celebrate this uh, monumental you know, season, this monumental game and the Raiders' history. So, We're going to talk about that tonight. We also got a great conversation coming up that we're going to talk about here in just a second. But but first, but but first, but but first, before I get to that, let me welcome in my co-host for the night, one of my best friends, my co-host, my cousin, Sonny from the West Coast. What's up, Sonny? Not much. Josh from the Mid-East Coast, Tennessee, wherever wherever that's from. I live in the South, Sonny. I live in the South. Okay, yeah, the South. Uh, yeah, happy so- to be here. Happy to be back. Raiders are one and zero, so it's always fun doing a podcast. And the Raiders are one and zero, and they're playing their first game in Vegas this week. Murph, I feel like that is like such a monumentous thing that we've been talking about and not talking about, and all the naysayers and all the yay, it's going to happen. Like, like they're doing it, man, and you're going to freaking be there, like as close as you could possibly get. How cool is that? It is, man. It's 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 an amazing feat 
that the Raiders have even gotten to this point. And let's just jump into it, man. Like, Sonny and I, uh, for those of you that are new to the show, and we get new listeners all the time, so first and foremost, thank you for supporting us here at Merce Fan Cave and all the Merce Fan Cave shows. Uh, but so for those of you that are new, uh, Sonny and I are from the Bay Area. We're from San Jose, California originally, uh, and come from a long lineage of Raiders fans, uh, uncles, you know, dads, a lot of folks in our, I mean, even our, our grandmother was a sports fan. And so we come from a, a long line of, of, of Raiders fans and Bay Area sports fans, um, the Raiders, the A's, the Warriors. And so our fandom was formed in San Jose. And, um, and, and, and again, especially in the East Bay, the East Bay sporting teams, the pro sports teams were kind of like our I don't want to call it religion. I don't want to say that, but like our heroes, they were our, our, they were our superheroes back in the day. They were definitely and stories that your dad would tell us about Phil Villapiano and Otis Sistrunk and Jack Tatum and, you know, uh, Cliff Branch and Mark Van Egan. And I could go on and on the mad stork and twos and of course, Stabler, the all-time greatest, those stories formed this fandom in us and to where like what Sonny said, they became, they were like our superheroes. It wasn't, I mean, I read comics as a kid, but the superheroes to me were those players because back in those days, you couldn't watch them on YouTube. You couldn't go back and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You could only, the, 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 those plays and those players lived on through the stories that those men told us. So that's what formed our fandom. And so we go on through the rest of our life. Sonny and I grow up. We end up starting off this podcast thing and then ultimately form this Raider podcast. And around this, not long before we started the Raiders podcast, we made a commitment to go to a Raider game every single year, even though now at this point, we live in two separate parts of the country. Sonny's in Oregon. I'm in Tennessee. But we still went to Oakland. And we still went to road games. We've seen them in Atlanta. Um, where else, Sonny? We've seen them in Tennessee. Who knows how many times? Who times? Yeah, you know what I mean? And so we, we, but now, so all that said, that's what's formed our fandom. And we, we grew up, and I'm going to shut up because I'm talking a lot, but I'm fired up. But Sonny, before we get into the, of what Vegas, what, or what Vegas is, let's celebrate what Oakland was. Because this is like the last time, like from now on, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland is a reality. It's not just a term we sling around here. What did Oakland and specifically even the Coliseum, mean to you? I mean, that's a, that's a huge question, Murph. You know, yeah, I mean, when, when everybody else was talking about Superman in second grade, I was talking about Kenny Stabler, you know? And, and, and the Kenny Stabler in context for me was in the things he did at that stadium when, when my dad was a, was a youngster, and in, the, in his 20s, I guess, you know, in the 70s, uh, going to games with your uncle and your dad, and that just became such a uh, an entrenched part of the family. And it was kind of one of those things where, like, you know, when when grandpa has a story and you've heard it a thousand times, but nobody can tell it quite like grandpa tells it, and so you always want to hear the same story over and over and over again. It like those those were the stories I heard as a kid. The times when they would go to the game, and the the time when they uh, what was the one story? They went, they went to the game against the Broncos, and they were in the parking lot. Uh, they couldn't they didn't get any tickets. Raiders get the ball. They drove down and scored a touchdown. So like, son of a bitch, we gotta get in there. So they so they get tickets. They go in there, and the Broncos shut out the Raiders twenty eight to seven after that point or something like that, you know. <laughs> and, and, but the way they would tell it, it was like you were there with them, and it was like the most exciting thing to ever happen in the world. And when you're a little kid here, and your superhero your father, you know, and these uncles tell you these stories. So then to to grow up with that. 
to go to the stadium. I think the first time I ever went to Oakland Coliseum was probably when I was seven or eight was to an A's game. But then when I was nine, me and my dad went to a throwback flag football game between the Oakland Raiders from the, from the seventies and the Pittsburgh Steelers from the seventies. So I was there and I got to see like, like in person, a lot older and slower, but uh, in person, Kenny Stabler and Blitnikoff and Branch and all these dudes that I'd always heard about as a kid, they were there in real life. And Ted Hendricks was there and uh, Phil was there. And I got to meet like all these guys after the game. My dad almost lost me because he was trying to chase down Ted Hendricks to get his autograph. And what stuff. do you mean? Like, almost. No, your well, dad lost you at the Oakland <laughs> Coliseum. Straight up lost me. I'm nine <laughs> years old in my Max Hedrum t-shirt and my Raiders hat that said, if you ain't a Raiders fan, you ain't that I got in trouble for later on in school a couple weeks later. But uh, yeah, my dad straight up lost me. And so like, you know, to, to move on from this stadium that I literally have memories stretching back 32 years of my life. And even before that, hearing the stories, it's a trip, to be honest with you. And, and you know, we all knew kind of Vegas was coming. It's been brewing for a while now. And I'm kind of over whose fault it is. If it was Lily Shaft's fault or whatever her name is, or Dr. Death's fault or, or whoever's <laughs> fault it is, it's, it's whatever. They're, they're gone. And I'm, I'm, I'm tripped out by it, man. Like I really am. Like, like I've, I, I got a new Raiders hat the other day. I was going to buy a Vegas hat, but, but I, I couldn't do it. Like I'm still in the point where like, I can't buy anything that says Vegas on it yet. Like it's, it's weird to me. Um, and I don't know if that's just because it's so ingrained that that's, that's who the Raiders were, or if I have to have embraced a new, new thing yet, but like, I freaking love the stadium. I love the hype around it. Uh, it's, it's just weird. You know, it's weird. Cause that, that stadium's everything, man. And then we started going to games. So then, you know, the first game we go to in 2011 against the Jets, I went, you went, your dad went, my dad went. And then my dad passed away a year later. You know, your dad's passed away since then. And so, like, now we've created these, these crazy memories of that place in, in our older years. And so there's a lot there. It's, it's, it's a, there's a lot there in that stadium. Um, so yeah, there's your there's your answer. To that Absolutely, question. well, it, very well said, <laughs> and and yeah, and I'll I'll share back as well. You know, going, I say it all the time. Like I've been going to the to the Oakland Coliseum since before I was born because my mom yeah, went to yeah. the '72 World Series with your dad and my dad and everybody else that was in that crew running around. You know, between because Sonny and I, the the sides of our my dad and his dad, and the, so Murphy's and the Saltalamakias were all friends growing up, and so mm -hmm. they would all go to games together, they all do stuff together. So my dad, the Murphy, you know, married uh, the uh, the Salt the one Saltalamakia girl at the, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, so they all used to hang out together, and they would all go to games together. So they all go to the seventy two World Series, and that's in. Um, October of 72 and I was born in March of 73 like I've literally been at the Coliseum since before I can remember and I have endless memories of going there with my dad uh, you know going to see A's games you know Sonny I've been there to see the Rolling Stones I've seen um, monster truck rallies I've seen like I mean you name it dude I've seen endless amounts of, of, of events and things and concerts and day on the green and all kinds of stuff like a little you know literally the Oakland Roadster show like I could just go on and on but anyway so being in and around that place, it was, it's, there's a lot of history, personal history. And I know I'm one of thousands upon thousands of stories, just like you are. And we had an affinity for that place because it's the Oakland Coliseum. And it didn't matter that it was a dump. It didn't matter that it became no, a dump. It was our dump. That's right. And it wasn't a dump back in the day when I was a kid growing up and you too, Sonny. And I'm not, this is not a shot at Al Davis, but before Mount Davis, 
there was this beautiful ice plant out there in the, in the outfield. You could see the hills in the Open background. Hills. Yeah. It was a yeah. nice field. It was a nice place to go see a ball game. And then it didn't get real like industrial feeling until Mount Davis happened. And then you start tarping things off and then it takes on a different identity. And it still has that identity, frankly, today, despite how many fake palm trees Dave Cavall puts in left field. So that said, it was our place. And in those latter years, especially when we went with our dads, you know, we went, we go with our dads this last time. And then you fast forward a few years later and yeah, not only have our dads passed away, but Al Davis has passed away since then. Mm -hmm. Like, and like, and I'm talking with him, like really close. My dad and Al Davis attended the last Raiders. That was the last home game either one of them attended. Remember you, we did that? Absolutely, yeah, right Right after that. And then my dad was just a couple years later. And so, like, to tie back all these childhood memories that we had with our dads to then these adult memories with our dads, and then also around that time, I don't know if you've had a chance to do this yet, Sonny, with your boys. I don't think so. But I took my kid. We didn't get it. We didn't go to a Raider game, but I took my boys to an A's game. And I don't. And yeah. I live halfway across the country. But we went out to visit – and we went to an A's game, and we sat on the third baseline, and we watched, you know, Barry Zito warm up, and we watched, uh, you know, like this was when he was when he was coming back before he went to the sounds and all that kind of stuff. So we got to experience a lot of what was going on with the A's, and and it was like, you know, after talking and now telling stories about A's games and telling stories about Reggie and Ricky Henderson and Carney Lansford and Walt Weiss yeah, and the Bash yeah, Brothers yeah. and Mike Gallego, yeah, Mike yeah, Gallego yeah. and Henderson and Stewart and like all that stuff, telling my kids about all that. And then, then we were there and I was there with my boys and watched them watch an A's game. It's just that's full circle for you right there. Full you know? circle, dude. And so, all right. So I said all that to say this, that's our place. And it's weird going to Vegas, but I love it. And I'm not, look, I got stay in Oakland hanging up just over here to my right. That sign that we got when we were in town. And I respect everybody that fought to keep the Raiders, the folks that fought Agreed. to keep the Raiders there for the right reasons, not Agreed. the ones Agreed. that were promoting their brand, but everybody that was fighting for the right reasons. So much respect for those folks. And like Sonny said, unfortunately it didn't work out. Who's to blame? Who knows? A lot of people in- involved. That's not what we're about is pointing a finger, but we'll say this. I'm going to miss it. And I wish there's a, a part of me that even though I don't live there anymore, will always be in the Bay Area. We'll always be part of San Jose. 100%. We'll always be that get that kid from the Bay, you know, still wear dickies and pull my socks up high, man. Like, it's that's never going to go away. But this whole idea of us finally having our place, though, and like seeing this moment realized, and this is what I want to ask you about next, Sonny, seeing this moment now realized, knowing that this has literally been from the inception of the team, has been the legacy of Al Davis was to create and build his own space. Sadly, he never was able to do it before he passed. Thankfully, now his son has picked up the mantle. And, you know, the, the man that only gazes upon you like one man that loves another man can has gotten this thing done, Sonny, and it's a yeah. freaking gem in the desert. So now, how do you feel? You, I heard you say a minute ago it was weird, but how does that feel that we got our own place and it's state-of-the-art? I missed the crap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I missed the crap hole. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm going to know until I go. I, uh, I've, my wife is uh, 38 weeks pregnant, and I've been desperately trying to convince her to let me just fly down there real quick, <laughs> watch the game at, a, at the stage, stage door, and then fly back home. I'm like, I'll be gone 10 hours. You're not going to have a baby in 10 hours. Take a sleeping pill. But, but she, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it and keep my marriage and my kids, so... So she'll have to find another husband. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so 
so so but like every ounce of me wants to be there i know you're going to be there and max is going to be there and kevin the writer nerd is going to be there like everyone it's like it's like it's like the 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 christening of the new party but like i'm not, I'm not gonna be able to be there so I'm, so I'm a little annoyed about that at the same time though like it is the start of like the new and the start of you know, I mean, it's just the start of something new and, and that's exciting and that's cool. And, and you, you think and wonder like, like the Raiders are always known for like, like don't the Raiders have the most named games? You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. the post, Macklin reception, sea of hands, like the Raiders have the most named games. And a lot of those came at, at the Oakland Coliseum. And so it's like, you know, is this going to have all those memories and, and what's the black hole going to be like, is there going to be a black hole? Can you ever recreate something that was, that was birthed at a, at a pure organic love and blue collar uh, passion for, for the Raiders, you know, who were the renegades of the NFL, which matched what Oakland was and stuff like that. And so like, where is all that going to settle? And like, that's really going through my head right now. It's like, how was all that going to correlate into this new stadium that almost looks too nice for the Raiders, right? Like, like not so much the Raiders don't deserve it, but like the Raiders are red. Like the Raiders were the Oakland Coliseum. They were Oakland, you know, like they were that that rugged gangster, so to say. And now they're in Vegas and Sin City and all that. But like, what's what's Vegas known for, you know? And, and so, are the Raiders going to don that image of that team? Are they gonna, are they going to still keep the old image? So. So that's all in my head right now, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting because Vegas is all about glitz and glamour, man. It's all about, you know, you know, entertainment, man. It's the, literally the entertainment capital of the world, you know. And so when you see that, you know, they've they've hired these fo- and this artist, and I forget his name escapes me and he's a really good artist and I like his stuff. Uh, but he's he's painted these murals around the stadium of like. Marilyn Monroe in a Raider uniform and Wayne Newton and Elvis and like all these like historic, you know, Vegas performers in Raider uniforms. And, and a lot of fans are like, where's Cliff branch? Where's Kenny Stabler? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where are that? Like, you know, what are we doing? And so it's like, that kind of leads to that notion that you're saying is that like, what's the identity that now the team is going to take on and look, there's going to be, and we knew this already, and this yeah. is the shame of it that it was going to take on some corporate persona because that's what happens, man. When you get the kind of funding and the kind of facility that you have, and it's a nice place to be, and it's a trendy place to be, it's going to attract those big corporate dollars. And and look, that's what it took to get the thing built. So I I get it from a business sense, from a fan perspective, though. Yeah, I hope the Raiders don't lose their identity. I hope they don't lose that edginess. Edginess edginess and that brashness um that literally birthed the team and it you know whether that was al davis or that was john madden or the players that they chose and the plays that those players you know handled themselves and conducted themselves and everything else it was like you know al davis famously famously and i say this a lot was the the coliseum in oakland was by design he wanted the players of the other team to be afraid of from the time they drove in on the bus, they wanted he didn't want the place to look welcoming. He it was want, Mordor, dude. It, it was Mordor. It was marching into Mordor. He did not want yeah. the fans to be welcoming. He didn't want their locker rooms to be nice. He wanted, you know, people say crap about the Raiders visiting locker rooms. Well, yeah, that's on purpose. <laughs> they don't want you to be comfortable. The Raiders oh, never man. wanted you. They wanted you thinking about everything else, but, oh, yeah, we got to play a football game now. That's like genius freaking that's the game within the game that's al davis's genius 
you don't get that in Las Vegas, do you? It's no, and that and that's that's like. By the way, Marilyn Monroe looks pretty good in the Raiders cheerleader outfit. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, I've okay, seen, all right, I've right seen, yeah. I seen the mural. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Speaking no, of one that, of your dad's favorites, you heard stories yeah, of uh, yeah, the A's, the Raiders, and Marilyn Monroe. His top three. And, and then he goes, "I'll be right back." <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Remember what was it? Twenty. 2016 week seven we're at or weeks yeah week seven or week eight we're at we're at the night game the sunday night game against the broncos remember oh that? my gosh remember that right oh, and, and, and that- so that was 2016 that was the year we started out seven and oh and we played the broncos on sunday night we were six and oh at the time and you know the broncos we all hate the broncos and it was a night game and like it was in november um and that was like i mean that it's probably number one. I'm, 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 you know, the ace postseason game was really cool, but that game is probably up there as number one of my favorite sports moments in my life because at night in Oakland, hated rival, momentum, the season, there was this new Khalil Mack, Derek Carr, like things were coming together. We were 7-0. and oh. We overtook uh, the Broncos, I think, that, that week for the number one spot in the AFC West, and that was the year that we were the media darlings, and it was like, it just, it was the coolest freaking thing, man. Um, and at night and everybody's dressed in black and like that stadium was just going crazy, like freaking amazing. You know, like, like that was one of the greatest sports feelings of my life. Um, and I just don't know if we're going to get that in Vegas. Maybe we'll get something cool or maybe it'll be the, the new greatest show on turf or the greatest show on the fake grass from the real fake grass they have in there or something like that. Like you never know, you know? Um, but it's just going to be hard to like, replace what was and so maybe that's the that's the rub in all this is we don't look at vegas to replace or or to to be in spite of oakland it's with oakland right so the so the raider legacy will be vegas and la and oakland combined and not like competing with each other does that make sense yeah absolutely and i think that's the that's the best way to look at it frankly is that you know we got to look at it as a separate thing we definitely want to see the and I don't have any um, doubt that Mark Davis and everybody else in the organization is going to carry the mystique of the team with them. They're going to carry. Look, he just hired Marcel Reese to work in the front office. He's oh, got, I, I can't love that enough. Dude. I know. Right. And so like, he's got such a reverence for the history when we met him. And I was joking earlier about the way Mark Davis stares at another man being sunny. But you look, he, he, we met him at the Bolitnikoff Foundation dinner, and he is surrounded by, and the reason he's there is because it's George Atkinson, it's Lincoln Kennedy, mm-hmm. it's, you know what I mean? It's like Art Shell. It's like all these Raider greats are con- congregated in one place. And so Mark shows up because that's his crew. That's where he lives. Like, that's his mm-hmm. thing. So I, I have all the faith in the world that he's going to carry that into Vegas as much as he possibly can. But that said... It's just going to be different. And it was different when they moved to Los Angeles. Look, we're Bay Area guys. I just rhapsodized a while ago about all these wonderful memories about the Oakland Coliseum. So did Sonny just share some, and I'm with you, dude. That's probably the greatest football game I ever went to, considering the company and then the game itself and the mystique and everything else and the the visual aspect of it. It's just Mm -hmm. gorgeous. All that said, being that we're such staunch Bay Area guys, I wasn't happy as a kid when they moved to Los Angeles. Los Angeles yeah, is where too. the Lakers and the Dodgers live. We hate them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, this was not like, a, oh, yeah, okay, it's still there in California. No, it was like, no, damn it, they're going to that LA. Was, that was like the rival city, man. 
You know? Absolutely. We couldn't stand those teams. And our and our dads and uncles and stuff weren't happy about it either. And they started finding fandom in other areas. Never stopping Raider fans. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they were diehard no matter what. But point being, though, is, is that it dinged them a little bit. You know what I mean? It was like, ah, gosh, L.A., ouch. You know what I mean? It was like out of mm-hmm. all the cities. So Vegas is just a different thing. It's just a different version of that. It's not the Bay Area. So it, dings a little, it stings a little bit. It's like, ah, you know, okay, well, but I'd rather Vegas than, no offense, San Antonio, no offense, Birmingham, no offense, I don't know, Carson, California, like wherever yeah. else. Like if you got to pick a spot that's not Oakland, eh, Vegas is probably my number. I mean, for you, probably Portland. You know what I mean? No, it's- I hate Portland. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I mean- hate everything to do with Portland. Okay. Well, so there you go. So, I mean, if not, seriously, like where else? Yeah. If not, I- I was if not gonna- Oakland, I was- then Vegas. I was just going to say that. If you can't be in, in grimy street approach Oakland, then Vegas, you know? I mean, think about how Vegas even started with the mafia and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, uh, they're businessmen, you know, Sonny. Yeah, businessmen. Businessmen. You think about all the stuff that's gone on in Vegas and stuff like that, and it is the show capital of the world and stuff, you know. And um, so that, so yeah, so let's 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 move forward real quick. Okay. Remember a couple years ago, we started doing this little podcast. We're like, oh, let's find something to talk about. We like the Raiders. We'll talk about the Raiders. So then we meet this crazy guy named Carolina Raider, right? Remember him? Ah, heck yeah, Carolina Raider. Scott had this, had this big old weird hat. Would always drink Dr. Pepper, and he would podcast from his from his house, uh, saying that the Raiders are going to Vegas. Periscopes, periscopes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Started periscoping that Raiders are going to Vegas, and so we we started having him on the radio or the show, and uh, and he like he was the the foremost knowledgeable guy that that I think me and you, either of you me and you knew about Vegas, and he called this from years ago that it was going to happen, and so back then it was like that was like what. Was that 17 they started having those talks? Yeah it, was, yeah, it was 17, man. It was 17 and 18. It was really hot and heavy, yeah. Yeah, and, and so so just I think back about that a lot, you know, and, and where's Scott at now? And I've like lost contact with him on Twitter and stuff, but and, and just just now we're here. And so how exciting is it that you're – when are you flying out? Two days, three days? Yeah, I'm flying out on Sunday. We'll be there Sunday morning, be there till Wednesday. We're doing our show uh, live – well, I say our show. I'm Cody, who's gracious enough to invite me onto his show. We're going to be live at the Stage Door Casino, and uh, we're going to be live about 15 minutes before the game starts. We're going to be on air through the entirety of the game. And then we're oh, gonna, you are? Yeah, and then we're going to do a post-game okay. show afterwards. So the good news is – is that while we'll be live on air throughout the game, also good friends Kevin the Raider Nerd, um, Cody's a partner in crime, Kenny King Jr., uh, is going to be on the Speaking of Raider Legends, Kenny King. Uh, Kenny King Jr. will be on there, and we're going to have a host of people that you've heard on different various shows and whatnot. Uh, Gorilla Real I know is going to be there. Um, so there's going to be a lot of very recognizable faces and voices and Raider fans all cycling through during the course of the game. So we'll have a chance to enjoy the game and not just be you know parked on a podcast the whole time. But then, yeah, and then Cody and I will do a, a, a post-game show afterwards, and it's going to be amazing, dude. I, I can't wait. And, uh, and I got, and since we're on that topic, I got one more thing I want to sh- shout out here real quick. Sonny, a couple years ago, we realized that we could generate revenue with this show. Pardon me, Raider Nation, I'm going to tell a little tale here, but this is something I think is so cool. And it's all because of you guys anyways, not me or Sonny or Uncle Mosh or anybody else. 
So a couple of years ago, we realized we could raise money by advertising, merchandise sales, et cetera, et cetera. When you get a big enough audience, people start approaching you for different things and you realize you can generate money. So we elected the Bolitnikoff Foundation as our charity of choice. And last year, we all had the good fortune of presenting them with a check for 2000 bucks. And Sonny and Swag Jeff and Uncle Mosh and myself went down to, the, to this uh, dinner and had a chance to not only attend the dinner, but present our donation live, had this really amazing experience doing that and, and giving. And because that's what it's all about. This Raider Nation thing is left familiar for a reason. And it's all about giving to others. And we realized when we, when we could do things with our show, we wanted to give everything away. We didn't want to keep anything for ourselves. We wanted to give it away. Simultaneously, or just right there afterwards anyways, Cody realized the same thing. So then we had a revelation then amongst ourselves here lately is that, you know, Cody is like-minded as we are, Sonny. He's, and, and, and those of you listening, Cody wants to benefit others. He wants to give things away. This is a way for us to consider it, not, you know, tithing you do without drawing attention to yourself. So we don't consider it necessarily a tithe, but we do consider this a serve. And we want to serve others with our platforms. And so being that he had this incredible, fundraising effort for the greater sports youth sports association of vegas this last year we got together and decided we were going to combine efforts and form a foundation and i we're going to announce everything officially on monday but you're going to hear it here first we the one nation foundation officially as of today is the complete entity it's done we've got our accounts set up we're ready to go and we're going to roll a lot of stuff out upcoming in vegas and i could not be more thankful for the timing of all of this and, uh, and could not be more thankful for Raider Nation and the way that you all support all this stuff because it's not us. We just put these things together. You guys are the ones that fund it. You guys are the ones that pay attention, hit the subscribe button, buy stuff, do all those things, send in those donations. And so all of this, this whole little thing, and I'm, and I'm, getting, and I'm rambling here, but I, wanna, I really want to get all this out. Sonny and I started this thing a couple years ago or a few years ago, or however long ago, we started podcasting together back in like 2013. But Sonny and I started this thing because we love the Raiders. And we wanted to talk to other people about the Raiders because we knew we were passionate about the Raiders and we knew we could do that. And then ultimately from that, from that inception of he and I getting together on a little podcast and talking about this football team has now grown into this beautiful community of Raider fans and that are now extending out and reaching out even further and are now benefiting others that at times are less fortunate or that just need help, man. And there's no better way to exhibit Christ's love, man, than to serving other people, serving and giving and working for. And so that's what we're doing with this thing. And dude, I hope that's okay that I just rambled all that stuff off there, Sonny, but I want to honor you in it. I want to thank you for it because none of this stuff happens without what you and I decided to do back in the day. And there's a lot of things that happened in between then and now, but ultimately, man, like I had never, ever, ever thought that I was going to be in Las Vegas on a Monday night, not only, <laughs> you know, talking to thousands and thousands and thousands of Raider fans, but rolling out a nonprofit organization that I'm part of that gives back to the community. Like, what the hell, dude? Did you expect that? Like, well, yeah, that's why I asked you to be my co-host. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. So I had a vent, man. This has been a wild couple years, man. And especially yeah. the last year has been insane. Think about last November when we got off the plane. And I'm gonna, I really need to shut up because we're going to get long. And I want to hear you. We get off the plane. Keep talking, Murph. Keep talking. We get off the plane. 
it's the one thing you do really well, better than anybody else. So keep, oh, keep gosh, I know I can't shut up. That's why I got a podcast. We get off the plane, we hang out, we go to the Bolitnikoff dinner first. At, that's like early November to now, not even a year later. Think about all the stuff that's gone on in the Raiders fan radio community, and and just it's insane, dude. From that time to now, like, I, it's it's nuts, dude. It's nuts. And it's not us. It's Raider Nation, you know? It's it's the cool thing. You know, a, a, a relationship demands a context. And what I mean is that a friendship, a marriage, a partnership, a, any kind of ship demands a context for the ship, meaning that you need to have some reason to get together to get together. You know, once you become super established in your relationship, whatever relationship it is, then you can get together for no good reason. But for the most part, we need a we need a context for a relationship. And the cool thing about the podcast that I didn't realize until till after the fact is and really you knew about podcasting long before I did and and we always tried to do something that was like more than just sports, right? Remember we had like this dad's podcast for a while, we want to talk about being cool, you know, how to be fun dads or whatever. Uh we've done a whole host of different kind of podcasts, but it always led back to the Raiders. And the reason we tried to do something else is because we thought, well, we just can't talk about sports. But now you, what you've started to do and, and you and Cody are joining forces now is now you're using the context of the podcast and the relationships you've built from that context for even a bigger and better context and relationship with, with those outside of the podcast to benefit people. And that's just the coolest thing in the world because there's nothing better than giving back. Like getting a present's great. But giving a present is even better. And I love that. I love that a guy who once called the show to flush the toilet on the show is now like <laughs> part of this inner circle of friends, you know, called the Made Men. And he moderates the YouTube chat every single week. And literally, he was like Ron Alliance who like flushed the toilet on the show. Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. uh, I, I just, I love that, man. I love, I love that guys who, who, call into the sports show because really if you think about it from an objective point of view no grown man should ever call a radio sports show right like it, it doesn't make any sense right like like i'm gonna call in to argue about a team that i have no control over but i'm gonna show you my passion like objectively it makes no sense whatsoever but from an emotional and subjective point of view it makes perfect sense right um and so i love that that this little show created this platform to like bring people together and stuff like that, man. And I was really reminded of that because I had stepped away from the podcast a couple of year and a half ago. I caught the Phillips, Philip Rivers disease, started having too many damn kids. And, um, and I've been away. <laughs> you figured out what caused that yet? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've been away for like a year and a half from the show. And I remember going down to the stadium and, and it was kind of cool seeing you guys do your thing, you know? And I was like, man, this is so freaking cool. And then, uh, and then Bobby Wasabi came up to me and I had no idea who the hell he was. I thought he was just some drunk Raiders fan. He comes up, he's like, Sonny! And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy, you know? And he goes, this is my, my Bobby Wasabi. And I was like, oh, I recognize the name and stuff, you know? He goes, man, I miss you. And I'm like, this is the first time we've ever met, Bobby. How could you miss me? And I'm, I'm thinking in my head, right? Because I wasn't thinking like, you know, as a Raiders fan. He goes, man, I miss you on the show. And it kind of clicked. It's like, we become like like friends and like allies. And like, you go through the highs and lows together. And like, even though it's like, 
a, a not face to face, you still go through it together. And this thing we all share together is a really magical thing. And it's, it's the context of, of these relationships and friendships and stuff, man. And, and, and how cool is it that because of this, you'll be there on Monday with everybody else who shares the same love for the Raiders. And, and it's going to be positive vibes, good vibes, no matter if they win or lose. And uh, it's the start of a new thing. So it's, it's beautiful in a way, you know, and you know, a rose has to come up from, from, what do they say? You know, ash or something like that, or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the, Phoenix, <laughs> the Phoenix is Vegas. The Phoenix that rises from the ashes of Oakland or something like that. Yeah, hey, we'll take it, man. I love some, it, man. Some, some philosophical way to end that and that long run. There you go. Well, now that was uh, now that was awesome, man. And, and and appreciate you saying that, and appreciate you indulging us, Raider Nation, because we, uh, you know, because this is it's, it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal, and I we're the ones with the microphones, but I know that you all have these same things going on and probably a little bit different of a, of a story, I'm sure. But you know, it's a, when you're, when you're a sports fan, Sonny very well put there. It's an emotional thing. It's not a head thing. It's not a cerebral thing. It's a cerebral Especially thing. Being a Raiders fan. Yeah. Like it's a hundred percent emotional. Exactly. When you're a player, it's not when you're a player, Goodness. it's their job. Just like you yeah. approach your job, going to work wherever you go to work, you know, or maybe you love your job. But point being, though, is that if somebody else offers you more money to go do the same job somewhere else and uh, and offer you more security and anything, else, you'll probably do it. And that's what NFL athletes are like. So they don't have the same. They do after their playing careers. They'll develop emotion to it and whatnot. And you'll see, you know, people like Marcel Reese and whoever else and their Villapiano and all these guys. But when they're in it, when they're in the middle of their careers, like, you know, that's they're doing their job so it's us it's our job as fans to be emotional it's our job mm -hmm. to have those connections and into all these relationships and all the stuff that forms and so anyway so it's there's a lot of emotion that i'm sure you have as well out there in terms of what this move is what this first game means and even though this is the first season as the las vegas raiders this is the first game in vegas and this is just man it's 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 uh it's almost surreal and it so, is surreal. Yeah. It is surreal. It's it's a trip, dude. And I don't know how I'm gonna how I'm gonna be. You know, we're gonna watch it at my office. We got we got these new TVs in our offices at work, and so uh, I'm gonna hang back with a couple guys from work and get some pizzas and stuff and watch it. But like, it's gonna be weird, man. It's, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be cool. And then and then just like the whole no fans thing, you know, it's just like the Raiders can't catch a f break, you know. <laughs> it, it's like for how many years have we wanted our own stadium? We get it. Oh, by the way, no fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, like is that that's the most Raider thing to happen yes, yes. in the history of Raiders. Like, here's your <laughs> new stadium, but no fans for the first year. Yeah, don't like, let you, you couldn't, I mean, you couldn't write that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just nuts. That's oh, just man. nuts. It's it's crazy, man. And it's and it's and I'm and I'm, you know, look, I love obviously Uncle Mosh and the way that we, we grew up with 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 him telling the stories of the team and you know, my best friend Swag Jeff and the way that he's become part of Raider Nation. But Sonny, you and I started this thing, um, this whole Raiders fan radio thing. And so to have this conversation with you at this moment, uh, that's that's pretty poetic here in my little world, man. So thank you for being on the show tonight. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It was cool. Absolutely. Okay. Parting thoughts, Sonny. Are we going to win or what? It doesn't really matter, Josh. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! 
Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Save big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big money at Menards. 